it seems to me at least as an outsider because I, I haven't been a member or uh, an official within the, the county party is that there's this disconnect between the candidate campaigns and the party and the party is kind of seen as this this just group of volunteers who are there to, to serve the campaigns you know every couple years welcome to democrats deliver a podcast where we inform educate and inspire our communities a podcast where democrats control the narrative where we are free from gop lies and negativity where community leaders can talk about plans and policies that move America forward. Because Democrats deliver results for all Americans. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm your host of this program. Thanks for listening. Today, we're joined by Ali Scott, who's the founder of Scott Consulting a Las Cruces-based company specializing in political analysis. Ali has worked on numerous Democratic races, including as field director for Senator Bill Souls, Representative Nathan Small, and City Councilor Yvonne Flores. Ali also serves as the chair of Precinct 143 for the Democratic Party of Doniana County. In addition to his work for the Democratic Party, Ali is a fellow with the Truman National Security Project a progressive national organization dedicated to strengthening democracy, development, and defense here in the U.S. and abroad. He also serves on the board of the Friends of the Oregon Mountain Desert Peaks, and he oversees multiple Southwest chapters of the National Iranian American Council, a national grassroots organization that fights for human rights and encourages civic engagement among Americans of Iranian descent. Today, Ali is speaking in his personal capacity. All right, Ali, let's begin with a quick rundown of how you found yourself involved with New Mexico politics. Well, so I moved to Las Cruces about six years ago uh, from after living in Washington, D.C. for about seven years. And what I really liked about uh, Cruces is the sense of community that I felt when I came here. It's a smaller place compared to D.C., obviously, and um, the accessibility of the local officials. So I would just set up, a, you know, email one of our state house reps or a state senator and just go have coffee with them. And I thought that was really impressive and uh, really made me more passionate about local politics. I'd been focused on national and federal politics for a long time. But after moving here, I really understood the importance of state and local politics in people's lives. Oftentimes, you know, the, the laws that are passed in Congress, um, it really is up to the state legislatures and the city councils to decide how that money and funding is actually spent and uh, implemented for everyday life. Um, and so I decided that it was really important to get involved in these local races. And so I started out as a volunteer and then over time started working as the field director for several of the campaigns. You and I had some initial discussions months ago, and we shared some frustrations and possible solutions. So let's give the listeners a brief explanation about this pilot project. So just to give a little background about the Democrats Deliver initiative. So again, we were trying to figure out a way to have non-transactional interactions with the community to show that the Democrats really care. We want to hear from people and we want to help. And so last December, we knocked on doors in uh, economically depressed areas of Doniana County and handed blankets to people, but also 
asking them about what the problems are that they see and you know telling them that we're really interested to hear from them because there are eyes and ears on the ground we don't want to just be a top-down organization we want to be a part of the community in addition to that we gave them flyers with information on um, where people can go to get rental assistance if they're about to be evicted, where they can go to get um, help with their utilities to keep the heat on, uh, if they needed um, vaccines, where they can go, and um, directing them to our Democrats Deliver page on the Doniana County Democratic Party website, which shows the information that you can, you know, the phone numbers and the websites you can go to, but also explains why those things are available. It's because we have Democrats who have been elected to office who made those things possible. Um, and so it was a, well, you know, so we weren't asking them for anything. We weren't asking them for money or votes. We we're just giving them services. And that's, you know, part of the pilot project is to see how that resonates with people. Yeah. And also to see how that translates to some real community engagement and ultimately some real electoral victories, right? Um, what else do you hope that this project can address in the long run? Well, I think one of the big problems we have is low voter turnout. Um, you know, we see a high enough voter turnout for the federal elections, but the local elections, it's really low, um, especially um, in even more rural uh, parts of the county, places outside of Las Cruces, um, just in the single digits, I think, which is, it's unfortunate because, like I said before, it's uh, the most city elections have the most impact on people's lives but they don't tend to be covered as much in the in the news they're not as exciting as the presidential elections and so i wanted to look into how the democratic party can increase people's participation how to make them feel part of the process um, and one of the concerns i had following the 2020 election although i was relieved and excited that Biden was elected and we didn't have to deal with Trump for the time being at least. Um, there were some disappointments. The CD2, we lost Congresswoman Xochitl Torres Small, it turned red again. And throughout the country there was a lot of um, news about how minority communities, especially Hispanic communities, had actually voted more for Trump than in 2016. So the, the Hispanic vote for Trump increased. after all those four years of him doing all these horrible things, uh, saying all these racist things and, and having all these harmful, pol harm, harmful policies, it was really shocking to a lot of Democrats that this would have happened. And so I really wanted to look into what the reasons were for that because it was very concerning, especially for a district like ours, um, going uh, forward for the long term, you know, what we could do to make sure that we don't lose more ground. And so, I did some research and I also talked to local officials as well as uh, you and other people involved in the Democratic Party just to get a better sense of what we think are the issues and potential paths forward for that. And one of the big things that, um, we, that I came across was the fact that the Democratic parties themselves, the county parties, the, the party structure is very... Um, is not permanent during the the democratic party mobilizes during election seasons for you know the year of the election season or the you know eight or nine months running up to that and then we disappear basically from people's lives for another two years and so if you're the average voter not someone who you know is going to county parties and really into this kind of thing 
All you're doing, all you're hearing is every two years someone knocking on your door or calling you, asking you to vote for someone or asking you for money. And it can tend to be off-putting, I would imagine. Yeah. And getting all these spam emails from Nancy Pelosi, you know, <laughs> begging you for, you know, yeah. please, they've kidnapped my puppy. And <laughs> if you don't, you know, you don't wire me, you know, $5 by the end of the night, I'm never going to see him again. You know, it, it's really, I can imagine it would be very off-putting and make it seem like all the Democratic Party is interested in is taking from people. Um, and so, and, and the Republican Party has done a better job of maintaining these community, th these permanent structures in the communities. And as a result, the Democrats have really lost ground in a lot of these rural areas, even especially in New Mexico, um, where there may be Demo people who are siding with Democrats ideologically, but when they look outside, you know, seeing the um, billboards or um, lawn signs for Republican candidates or not seeing any Democratic Party officials or seeing any presence, they'll feel alienated, they'll feel left out and, and, and not uh, be energized to go out and vote. They might think, well, what's the point of me voting? Uh, the Republican's going to win no matter what. Whereas, especially if we're dealing with an election for Congress, even if in your town more Republicans vote than you, if you uh, feel that you're part of this broader democratic community, you know that your vote still will, can add to the margins uh, and put the democratic candidate over the top. Um, and so, yeah, that was the, the, um, the impetus behind creating this Democrats Deliver initiative as a way of, uh, it just, it's a broad initiative to make our party presence a lot more visible in the community and a lot, uh, uh, our presence felt more, and and my my end goal is for the different demic, the different county parties to be seen as pillars of the local community, uh, an institution that is there for the long term and is there to listen to people's problems and also to help address their issues through not only electing people and advocating for policies, but also even uh, helping with certain social services or helping connect people to social services. It's kind of a more expansive. A way of looking at a party than just this transactional thing we see every two years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that it comes from the lack of resources as far as financial resources? Yeah, I think, I mean, funding is definitely a big issue because you can't do any of these programs that we're interested in um, in mobilizing voters unless you have the money. But I think the Bernie Sanders campaign showed that you don't need rich people to um, fund campaigns. You can have small dollar donations as long as you have a message or a cause that is inspiring to people. And so if you, I think one thing that county parties can do is to try to fundraise um, on a project by project basis. So have a, a really exciting initiative um, like the Democrats Deliver initiative and fundraise around that instead of just asking people to just give to the party because that's just kind of this vague thing and maybe they've already given you know 50 bucks to the party you know you're asking them for another 50 bucks and what is they don't even know what it goes to but if you say this money is going for this this specific project that um can really make a change in our community that you can personally be involved in i think we'll uh, get a lot more um donations through that yeah i agree so how does the democrats deliver initiative relate to campaigns and elected officials so what my hope is is that as we expand this project, the candidate campaigns and the officials will 
get a better appreciation of how this can help them in the long run. Because what we're doing is, not only are we going out there providing a service to people, but we're surveying them, we're asking them about the issues in their community. Um, and so, you know, when we're done with a specific precinct, we can go to the, the elected official from that precinct and say, hey, the biggest issue in this precinct is infrastructure. The biggest issue in this precinct is safety. And that can make them a lot more effective of an official, you know, when they're trying to draft legislation. And hopefully they can end up funding these projects in the future as well, you know, as part of their campaigns, because this helps them in the long run as well. Um, and I just feel like it seems to me, at least as an outsider, because I, I haven't been a member or uh, an official within the, the county party is that there's this disconnect between the candidate campaigns and the party and the party is kind of seen as this this just group of volunteers who are there to, to serve the campaigns you know every couple of years uh, whereas I feel like the party should actually be the main institution this is the long-term institution that's going to be there permanently and should be uh, you know a very uh, important pillar of the community um, and is going to be, should be branded as an important part of the community. And so, you know, every two years when the candidates are running, they can, uh, they should be able to uh, benefit from the good branding that the Democratic Party has conducted over the past two years in non-election seasons, doing non-transactional interactions with people, providing services, listening to them. I think we do need to move beyond this idea of the Democratic Party being just a group of super volunteers and more as seeing them as spokes people of their communities. Precinct chairs represent the issues and needs of that particular community. A collection of those precinct chairs represent the needs uh, of that ward. And so, you know, they are a valuable source of information, not just a valuable source of labor for getting things done right and and um, I really like the direction that the party is taking the county party is taking with making the ward chairs a little more autonomous providing them with their own um, ability to do independent fundraising and encouraging uh, precinct captains to come up with their own initiatives because like you said they're the, the eyes and ears on the ground and we have such a diverse county you know we have Las Cruces we have more rural areas, we have, you know, predominantly Spanish-speaking areas. These are completely different communities that we all need to be engaging. And it's from the precinct captain level that they bring the initiatives forward. And um, I think it's really important that we have diverse people providing ideas to the county party because I feel like, uh, you know, the, the big conclusion that we came to at the 2020, after the 2020 election, was that the Democratic Party had taken a lot of people for granted. We had just assumed that the Hispanic population was just going to vote for us because Trump's racist and he's done all these horrible things. Obviously, they're going to vote for us. Let's focus on white suburban you know, soccer moms or whatever, right? And we saw that that wasn't the case. There was an increased number of Hispanic people who voted for Trump for whatever reason, but mainly because they felt like we weren't interested in them. Um, same thing for rural populations. And so um, the more people we have providing us with information and initiatives for projects from their local communities, the better off we'll be and the more effective we'll be in being seen as this pillar of the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to make that long-term and systemic, some of the changes we've done within the county party is 
giving each war chair their own Act Blue link where they can solicit funds for their specific ward initiatives. And we're also in empowering people like yourself to come up with ideas. And you know, the county party says, we will back you up. We will support you with this initiative. What do you need from us? And I think creating an organization that listens and values that diversity of opinion, diversity of, of uh, you know, ideas is where we need to be because what organizing looks like in Anthony and La Union is going to be very different than what organizing looks like in Sonoma Ranch. And we need to recognize that and create that space. And I really appreciate the opportunity that you and the party gave me, you know, when I came with my initiative, you know, uh, I came with it and I presented it and you, you said, all right, let's try it out. And we tried a pilot project. And I think the more and more we allow people to do that, um, first of all, the better projects we'll get because they'll be a lot more representative of the communities, but also uh, we can engage more people to get more involved into in the in the county party because they'll feel like they can actually do something and have a voice and have their voice be be heard. You know, I do see that the strength from the county party comes from the precinct chairs themselves. And I think we need to shift away from this idea of having a centralized figure, an all-knowing county chair that sets the direction for everyone in the county and have, uh, you know, instead of a pyramid approach of a top-down organization, an inverted pyramid where it's a bottom-up. You know, true grassroots organization is gonna elevate the, the voices of the precinct chairs and they are the movers and shakers of this party, not me or not you know a specific individual so that's where i'm headed that's where i hope that my legacy will will leave the party when i'm gone so thank you for bringing ideas like this and you know and i just want anybody listening to to know that the democratic party of doniana county will value and hear you out and support you with with new innovative ideas well i just really want to thank you again eddie for having me on and i want to thank you and the county for uh, providing me the opportunity to try out my project, and I'm really excited about the direction the Doniana County Democrats are, are going. Thank you, Ali. To support the Democrats Delivery Initiative of the Democratic Party of Doniana County, visit the website, donate a few dollars, or sign up to do some canvassing in your neighborhood. We'll provide the training, scripts, flyers, walk lists, and any materials you might need to survey and connect with Democrats in your area. And if you have a great idea for organizing Democrats in your neighborhood, I invite you to bring your idea to the party. And I guarantee that you will have at least some level of support to launch your initiative. As always, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast to keep our communities informed. Muchas gracias.